Andy No has defeated Antifa. Not on the field of battle, unfortunately, uh, although that may be coming next. Uh, but legally, he has defeated Antifa. So I thought we'd just cover how and why and what's happened and congratulate him on his win because it's always good to see communists taking an L. Uh, for anyone who doesn't know, Andy No was the first guest that we had on LotusSeeds.com. Uh, he came in and we did a book club talking about his book about Antifa called Antifa Unmasked uh, because he has long been a thorn in their side and I've known Andy No since about 2017 when I went out to Portland and it was actually quite nice back then but there were still problems with Antifa no no it was back it was actually no nice. I'm just shocked at imagining that there was ever a time where it was nice well there weren't there weren't massive homeless encampments in 2017 it's so quickly that this has all happened uh, but there were <laughs> but the city was crawling with communists uh, which made it unsafe for him to go there he actually he actually took me to a um cafe called the the british empire cafe i think it was called and it was kind of like a a, a tiaboo uh sort of uh themed cafe which was really nice by the way um but i believe that's actually had to shut down now oh dear for for, for embodying racism and imperialism oh, and colonialism i thought it would be because it was having to put up with too much crime uh, many but- such cases are lost uh, <laughs> along the west coast if if it hadn't closed down because of harassment, probably crime, yes. Uh, but anyway, <clears throat> in 2019, Andy was attacked in Portland by a bunch of communists, and they violently assaulted him. They punched him in the face. They he, he had like a big blood clot in his eye. Uh, he had to go to hospital. He had abrasions and lesions and whatnot. And they had thrown milkshake over him, blah blah. Everything they did because they just literally hate him. And so Andy had to leave Portland because it was just not safe for him to live there now. Because they would th- they would think that they see him and then they would go and attack him on the street. And in fact, at one protest, there was another Asian man. Uh, I believe Andy's from uh, Vietnam. Yeah. Um, I don't know where this other Asian man was from, but he did look like Andy and sadly suffered some consequences for it nearly there were a bunch of communists who were protesting for communist things and they saw this asian man go past and they thought right that's an asian that must be andy no uh and they started insulting him and the guy came up to him and was just literally i'm not andy no you morons you know and it was like "Mm, i can feel the anger in his voice with that um, Understandably, and from what I'm aware, he only drew this an- um, antagonism because of the fact he was reporting on the things that they were going out into the street and doing in the first place. Yes, that's exactly right. And for this, he's been called a right-wing troll as Rolling Stone. And it, this is just one example of many, but Rolling Stone said, Andy No has a rich and long history of trolling those on the left. It's like, have you seen his Twitter feed? By just telling people what they do. Yeah, exactly. Right. If you, if you look at his Twitter feed, it's completely sober. Like Andy writes for the Wall Street Journal, or he used to. You know, like this, he's a totally normal, calm, mainstream person who, I mean, I've never even heard him insult someone. And I've known him for years. He's come into the office a few times. He's a nice yeah, guy. He's a lovely guy. He's incredibly mild mannered. He's, you know, very placid. He's not aggressive. He just doesn't agree with communist politics. That's literally it. And the only aggressive things I've ever found on his Twitter feed are the photos of Antifa members <laughs> as in their lineups. <laughs> well, they say, while getting his master's degree in political science at Portland State, it's like, like he's not educated on anything as well. Uh, he became convinced that a social justice frenzy was rapidly sweeping the nation. Well, then he was right, wasn't he? Well, that's... He became convinced that a social justice frenzy was spe- sweeping America. Yeah. 
that's exactly what's happened. He just happened to notice this at the exact same time. Millions of other people <laughs> noticed this. This just must be some kind of mass yeah. frenzy delusion. Yeah. Uh, and he is in- increasingly... Uh, v- he, he also focuses on what he views as the increasingly urgent threat of Islam. Okay, so Andy is a very calm, sober, and clear-headed man who gives a cogent analysis of the current problems of the West. And that, according to Rolling Stone, is trolling. Hmm. Anyway, in 2021, uh, Antifar members were criminally charged. Uh, one Oregon man was accused of attacking Andy Noe and stealing his cell phone in, during the 2019 confrontation, which they did. He stole his cell phone and he said he was going to smash it or something. There's video of it. Um, John Colin Hacker faces a third-degree robbery charge, and uh, Andy, of course, is happy with this. He he says, I hope last week's indictment of Mr. Hacker signals a change in the prosecutor's office in Portland. Because, of course, Portland, being a hive of, well, communist communist scum, yeah. I mean, I'm trying to think of a polite way of putting it, but there isn't one. I mean, communist scum, that's just, there's a redundancy there. Something of a tautology as well. Um, But yeah, uh, but he points, you know, as he says, for years, too many violent extremists falsely claiming to be fighting for racial justice have gotten away with their campaigns of terror and violence against journalist assistants. Yes, and that's interesting as well, because one of the, one of the things that you can't help but notice if you are a fellow social justice advocate like I am, is there are a lot of white people in Portland's Antifa. Mm. Really, really white. Insufferably white. And they're sat there going, Black Lives Matter, we're for, you know, minorities, blah, blah, blah. It's like, yeah, I bet you are. There's also, within these groups of white people, a lot of hideously deformed and mentally ill people who, if you were to find their Twitter accounts, would probably advertise as such all over their bio. Neurodivergent. Yes. All uh, the, the entire rogues gallery of anything yeah, you yeah. can think of. Yes, I have a series of mental illnesses. Also, I'm a good person, and you're a bad person for being normal. That's basically the complaint that underpins all of this. And Andy is a normal person. <laughs> <laughs> and this has all been allowed by the fact that Portland and many other cities, especially along the West Coast, have leadership, have mayors that actively allow it to happen. They think that they'll win some kind of goodwill from these people if they mm. let them run rampant. But if was it Portland where the mayor's house, after the mayor had allowed yeah, them to do all this, was attacked directly? Tim Wheeler, I think his yes. name is. Uh, and he tried at some point to join Antifa protests, but they were like, you're literally the guy in charge, and we're literally anarchist communists so they drove him out of this protest with booze and it's like what were you doing down there like they don't support you you moron uh, and then yes you are right they set fire to the apartment block in which his house was in obviously there were other people in there as well and he had to flee uh, for his life and they also burned down loads of courthouses police stations they set up an autonomous zone and they've generally imposed themselves upon the regular citizens while Portland has been in this downward spiral that uh, has led to uh, literally millions and millions of dollars worth of uh, earners leaving the city because it's turning into an asshole. So this is a cautionary tale on what happens if you give legal and police support to the people who literally tell you, we hate you, we want to kill you, (laughs) we want to destroy your society. Yeah. Most normal people might have been able to think that like deduce that that would be the response <laughs> yeah why why would you empower the very worst people in your town just because they say oh i i support black lives matter why would you so you're a criminal you're an absolute loser and wastrel get out 
But anyway, so uh, in 2023, Andy Noah's sued Antifa. Uh, as Oregon Live reports, it began in uh, August, actually. This was a really quick thing. Oh, no, sorry. He filed the charges three years ago, but uh, he started suing them uh, this year. Um, but, and Andy tweeted this out the other day. Uh, I'm just going to read his uh, statement because it's good to see. Uh, at a hearing today regarding three defaulted Antifa defendants in my No versus Rose City Antifa lawsuit, the court heard evidence about the brutal June 2019, uh, 29th, br- June 29, 2019, there's a lot of twos and nines in that, um, beating I suffered at the Rose City Antifa event where I was seriously injured. The court found that I was indeed battered and assaulted by Madison uh, Denny Lee, uh, Lee Allen, uh, Catherine Corbin Belena, Corbin, oh God, and popping up everywhere. Samich Overkill shot deputy, formerly Joseph Christian Evans. So, sorry, he legally changed his name to Samich Overkill shot deputy. Yes, these are deeply serious people that we're yes. talking about. Right, but the thing is, you can be as frivolous as you like until eventually things catch up with you. Because, as he says, the court awarded me three hundred thousand uh, dollars. So that's a hundred thousand dollars from each attacker. <sighs> they do not have that much money. <laughs> they probably don't. Uh, they're going to be. They're going to be paying Andy No uh, a sum of money every month, probably for the rest of his life and the rest of their lives as yeah. well. Um. Today's victory is a small vindication for the disappointing jury verdict earlier this month at trial, because of course they uh, let them off. But anyway, so that uh, that really is just a short update on uh, Andy's victory over the communists. They were in the wrong, Andy was in the right, they assaulted him, and now they own $300,000, according to an American court. So good job, Andy. Keep fighting the good fight. If you enjoyed that segment from the podcast of the Lotus Eaters, why not visit our website where you can watch the podcast live, uncensored, in full and for free from one o'clock UK time every weekday. And while you're there, for as little as £5 a month, you can get access to all of our premium content, including Josh's eclectic series, Contemplations, where in this episode he continues his coverage of cults by discussing Osho with Bo and Stelios. And if you'd like to see the rest of what we're putting out, you can follow Josh on Twitter at at Josh Firm and the rest of us over at at Lotus Eaters underscore com. Until next time, goodbye.